Nation. Also uh, to all of our Performa heroes. Hello, uh, welcome to the Performa podcast. I'm your host, Peter Sirs, comedian slash podcaster slash fitness, fitness enthuse, enthusiast. I messed that up already. Anyway, uh, you guys, you know, obviously, if you guys have been listening from the beginning or whenever you're just picking up, you know, um, as much as we would love to do these video interviews in person, you know, it's just, we're not quite there yet. So through the miracles of the internet, um, I have my next guest, which is our guest for this week. Um, our guest this week is a certified juice therapist um, and badass mom of two young ladies. Is that correct? Yes. Um, and uh, her, one of her, her big things is, you know, through education and the power of juice, um, she teaches her clients how to incorporate an active lifestyle and through juice also um, her clients learn how to heal themselves. So ladies and gentlemen, we are gonna get to know her cause uh, I'm gonna get to know her just like you guys are. Um, put your hands together for Evie Kivish. Thank you. Yes, from um, all the way from, I know you're in Indiana, but what part of Indiana? Um, I'm in Lowell, Indiana, it's Northwest Indiana. Lowell, Indiana. Yes. I've 100% never been there in my life. <laughs> yeah, you probably haven't. It's pretty rural. It's, uh, I, you know, the older I get, the more I want to be away from everyone and everything. So it's well, nice. now, it, now is obviously, you know, we're still kind of in this weird thing. Now is like a good time to realize that like, you're like, oh, this is actually good that I'm not crammed on top of a bunch of people. Right. Uh, <laughs> How, how close is it to like, I don't know, the only city I know is like Indianapolis. <laughs> you know what? We're actually closer to Chicago. Um, oh, okay. That side. Right Got over it. The border. So we moved okay. over the border because Illinois is crazy and taxes are crazy. So move right yeah. over. Everyone in my neighborhood is from Illinois. Interesting. So it's, you're by like maybe South, but closer to South Bend? No, that's like Eastern Indiana. Oh, darn it. I don't know anything about Indiana other than Gary, huh? you know Gary? Michael I know Jackson. Yeah, uh, yes, 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 that's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, 2300 Jackson Street or something like that was where they, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, oh, um, that thing you do. Do you remember that movie? No. Oh, it's like a, it's like a, it's not a real, it's, it's one of those movies that's made to like, not like a documentary, but like like a true story, but it's not really, but it's about like this old band, like from like the fifties, like a, they're kind of like a doo-wop band and they're from, I want to say they're from Erie, PA and they, they blow up and then obviously they end up breaking up because the fame, it's like Tom Hanks is like in it. And I don't know, it was, I want to say like 90, mid nineties, somewhere around there. I would have to look if I had an assistant here, which I don't, they would look it up and be like, it was 94. Um, but they had like, there was like a cool soundtrack. Anyway, you've never seen it, so it's okay. Um, so, uh, okay, so let, let's just, we'll get into it. I know you're, you're into juicing. And when we say juicing, we don't mean she's shooting herself full of steroids. Uh, I mean, you might be doing that too, but I hope not, because that's not good for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, not, so, not on DECA, no. Okay, I'm perfect, kidding. good. <laughs> uh, so how did you get into that? When did you get into that? You know. How did that come about? Yes. So, you know, as I've been on the path of being a mom and trying to get back into my fitness, I had two kids in two years and it was really hard on my body because, you know, I lost all my strength and it sucked to be honest. 
you know, I worked so hard and I was like finally doing pull-ups and feeling so good and healthy. And then, I mean, obviously, what are you going to do? You know, it's like, it's the best gift ever, but then I'm like, all right, you know, and for me, I'm like a super natural holistic mom. So I knew I was going to breastfeed my kids and I breastfed both of them past two years old each. So I breastfed them back to back. So I literally breastfed for four years straight. Oh, wow. So it was like, while I was nursing, I was so hungry and thirsty all the time. And I was big, you know, and it really like started bothering me. Cause I'm like, I'm working out. Why am I not getting any definition, whatever? So as I started researching stuff, I was like, you know, trying to see like, okay, well maybe I'll try more plant-based diet and kind of see how it goes. So I quit eating eggs in the morning and I started out with fruit smoothies. And I did that for about a year, year and a half. And as I was doing that, I was just like following um, hashtags on Instagram and I started seeing stuff about juice and uh-huh. then it really intrigued me. So it was like, wow, this looks really good and healthy. And then I was like, all right, I want to try it. So I didn't have a juicer initially. So then I just did it the first time, like in my blender. And that was <laughs> almost two years ago. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to buy a juicer. And then I did it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. And ever since then I've been hooked and it's been amazing. So two years, and then I've really been juicing really consistently for like a year. So, okay. Um, what, uh, we can plug them cause why not? Um, so what was like the juicer that you were like, okay, this is the one I'm getting. And this is the one, cause I know you, I saw you post something about the one that you like, but I don't remember what it was. Yes. So a lot of people ask me about this and it's so funny because Honestly, like, like I said, when I first tried this, I was like, all right, I'm just going to see, I'm going to find something on Amazon or whatever. And, um, I found a cheap juicer. It's called a fam top juicer. It's nothing extravagant, but it is a slow pressed juicer, cold pressed juicer. Uh-huh. And, um, that is key, you know, so you really want to have that. And, um, so, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. So what's like a, cause I, I honestly don't know, like, I mean, I've gone to like places like, like juice crafters and juice it. Like uh, there's another popular one in LA where I'm from. Um, but like, what's the difference between like a juice versus like a cold press juice? Yes. So you really want to have the cold press juice is what keeps all the vitamins, minerals, nutrients in there. You know, um, this is what really oxidizes the juice and keeps all of that in there. And fresh is absolutely the best way to have it. I uh-huh. make my juices in bulk. But um, that is the best way to have it. There's, uh, they're called centrugal um, juicers. Those are like more, I feel like they're more watery from what I've heard. I mean, a lot of people say it wastes a lot when you juice. So you uh-huh. want to make sure like your juice pulp ratio is good. So there's a lot of good ones out there. And there's like the Cadillac of juicers, like pure juicer. It's like two G's, you know, and right. I, I like, I would love to have one one day and I will. <laughs> But um, yeah, put it out, put it out there, and the, and and they're gonna like we'll have like we probably have like what like a million listeners or something. So like maybe they'll be listening and they'll send you one. Send send her one, you guys. Yes, pick <laughs> it up. I know that's why I say I'm like, come on, someone give me one to try. So yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, and I did um, an Instagram live with another gentleman that's a certified detox specialist, and I he was asking me about the juicer too, and I was just saying and showing like I'm an example that 
you know, even though I'm a certified juice therapist, I don't have this, you know, expensive juicer. And it's like, you can juice too. It's on right. easy kind of thing or whatever. And I'm like, well, it still works and it's not broke. So I'm just going to wait. And then this yeah, time, why not? Then I'll get something. So, so the one, so the one that you have is a fam top. Is that what you said? Yes. So what, and, how, how much would that be? Like if someone went on Amazon or something, hundred dollars. Okay. Not bad at all. So, cause my, my girlfriend bought a, uh, a Vitamix. Yes. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, and then I found out how much it was. I was like, okay, you're not allowed to give me anything <laughs> anymore. I buy a lot of shoes. I mean, I buy a lot of stuff and I'm like, you can't tell me shit anymore because yeah. you just spent like, like $600 on a freaking, it's like, I don't think it's a juicer per se, but I mean, you obviously can make juice. Like you can make anything with it. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, uh, it's a good investment. Those are, yeah, amazing. it's great. But like, she's just not allowed to tell me anything anymore because I'm like, no dude. Cause she just like did it like just so casually like, Oh yeah, I got a Vitamix. I was like, okay, cool. And then I found out how much it was. I was like, you spent how? like I had, I host, uh, I host a podcast, uh, a different podcast. And, uh, I had her on to talk about some stuff and it came up in the podcast and I was like, what? So, uh, we're going to get her. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get Evie a real juicer. Uh, but that's great that you're, you know, you're, you're showing people how, they can do it and they don't need to be, you know, super rich and have this super fancy thing. Like they could still do it. Totally. And the same thing. I know, I know you like, uh, you take pride in, and I'm actually very envious of your garage gym. Uh, yeah. but that's, but that's something too, especially now, like during when a lot of gyms were closed and stuff. And then if you're like me, like I was so bummed out when they closed gyms. Cause I'm like, well, what am I going to like? I mean, I know what to do cause I've been training forever. But like, and I had a bunch of stuff, but I didn't have any heavy weights. And mm -hmm. so to see like your setup, I'm like, that's what I, that's, that was this whole thing has taught me. I need my own gym setup. Uh, so, but that's, like I said, you probably, I don't know how much you put into it. Look, I mean, you probably put a decent amount of money into your home gym, but you don't need like a gym membership. Like you can go on Craigslist or eBay or like, you could get things on the cheap. You just gotta like do your due diligence, obviously. Absolutely. Yes. And I mean that I, I just can't even express like how thankful I am that I have that because when we built our home, I was like, we're having a garage gym, the yeah. box, you know, and then boom, that happened. And I'm like, wow, you know, people are coming over to my house using my gym, you know, and I didn't mind, but I'm like, it, you think about it and it's like how much you're paying monthly to go to the gym. Yeah. And then like, especially being a mom, it's like, I don't have to worry about my kids. They're sleeping on one side. I'm on the other side, blaring the techno right. doing 250 deadlifts, you know? So I love it. It's, it's a huge blessing. For so sure. now, now did you have that pre COVID? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. See, yeah. so, so you didn't like, there was no momentum lost or anything. Like you just was like, Oh, yeah. this is what I do anyway. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Right there. So yes, I am so thankful for that. And I'm still on a mission. So I'm still going. I did. Who, who did that? I know I saw you had some cool artwork in your home gym. Is that mm -hmm. from you or did you hire somebody to do that? No, actually, my husband does graffiti. So. Oh, um, no way. Yeah. My That's awesome. Uh, boy tagged it up. So I'm Puerto Rican and I wanted it to say Rican, like in old English, kind of yeah. like West, you know, coast. Um, I got you. Aunt. So it says Rican and then on the other side it says hot box and it has a Puerto Rican symbol in the middle. 
And like, even this is my office mural and I have, it's pretty cool. Here. Yeah, that's great. I love, I love like graffiti. I, Cause I can't, I can't draw for shit. So I love like any kind of, like I'm a comedian. So I do a different type of art, but I love like street art, street art. Like anytime I go somewhere and there's like cool mural, like I love that stuff, man. Yes. I would definitely like, when I do get my garage gym, there's definitely going to be a mural of some sort, probably of myself, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'll throw some other people that motivate me as well, like The Rock or something, but got to have myself on there too. Um, you're, how, how young are your daughters? They are six and four. Okay, because I saw a video, a couple of videos of like you, your daughter has like a little weight set. Yes. and getting it and I, I love that because you know I, I don't have any children of my own not yet um, but like I think it's really important for parents to set that example um, because obviously we have we live in a country unfortunately that's not the healthiest of countries you know or America is like the most overweight country there is and obviously the kids see the parents and you know it goes hand in hand so I just love to see that you're, you know, empowering and inspiring your daughters. Like, I look, that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, they've been into it since they've been young. They love it. I've been, I took them to the gym when they were young. So they've always been around and seen it and they know it's so important, you know, yeah. and studies show that if they see their, the parents working out, you know, they're seven times more likely as girls to work out if the parents do. So really? Like, yeah, I'm all about the health and fitness and wellness and nutrition and stuff. So yeah, you know, they know mama's jacked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, as I, I tell it, it's, it's weird because like, cause my parents did not work out like at all. Like my dad would talk to me about, you know, what a great athlete he was in high school and whatever. I'm like, I don't care, dude. But like, but I got super into it. So it's weird how like, it goes both ways. Like you could set a good example and then your kids can follow or you cannot, and your kids could follow, or you could try to set a good example. Maybe the kids don't follow you. You kind of just never know, but you at least it's a lot easier to set the example and have them follow than to not set the example and then expect them to be like, well, don't look, don't do like I do do this instead. They're yeah. Like, yeah. Mom, like you're not doing it. Why am I going to, you know? So I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but I, I am big on like, cause I mean, kids do not like we're the same age you and I we talked about before uh, and you know when I was growing up we just played all day long yeah. you know like my mom would had a drag like my mom would be like get your ass in this house like the, the, the street lights are on you got to go in the house and now kids like kids just stay on their phones the whole time or they're playing video games or they're watching like I'm like no go like go do something get out of here go play so yeah. kids are not as active so it's good to set that example like you said so Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. So yeah. are, do you have like a, like when you have your clients, like with the juicing and everything, like, how does that work? Do you, do you put them on like a certain, like, uh, like, do you, do you have calorie counts in your juices or is it just like, here, you need this one because you're inflamed. You need this one. Cause you're not getting your vegetables. You need this one because like, how does that work? Yes. So I have a couple different options that we go with and depending on what they want. Um, most people start off doing my detox program, which includes foods and smoothies before I have you transition into juice, because sometimes juice, I mean, not sometimes all the time, juice is so powerful 
and people, it's like, they really can't handle it. You know, I mean, like I've made some juices for my neighbors and they've had like just a small sample and it's like, they're in the bathroom, like, you know, a lot, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, see what I mean? But it's doing exactly what it's supposed to, you know, right. like that's how strong the juice is, you know, and people really? realize it. Yes. It can absolutely be used as a medicinal uh, modality because they are, it's, it's like plant medicine is the most potent medicine. It comes from the earth, you know, not yeah. a lab. So nothing is more strong than that. Um, so the detox program, it's a four week thing that I have. So like the first week I go over and look at like what they're eating and then just kind of see like what their habits are. They do a food journal. And then the next week I kind of look at again, like, okay, what is the habits? And then like, I had one client, I was noticing how she was constantly eating chocolates after every meal. And then I was like, you know, you probably have parasites. And then she actually ended up going to a naturopath and she did end up having a parasite. Um, and I was like, you know, you can tell there's certain behaviors or things that when people, it, it coincides, like I'm more into Eastern holistic ways versus, you know, conventional Western medicine. So it's uh -huh. like, you try to look at the source of the actual problem versus just, you know, putting a bandaid on it with taking pills or whatever. So the detox program, I have you omit like all animal products from your diet the week before. And then the detox is actually 10 days. So it has like green smoothies, green soups, salads, and all green foods. Um, and then, you know, some people don't feel very well when they do it, because obviously as you're doing a detox, all the toxins are leaving your body. And sometimes you get brain fog or you're definitely going to the bathroom a lot, um, headaches, low energy. And those are all signs that yes, the toxins are leaving your body. So sometimes people don't like it because it's like, you're not feeling the best. Yeah. It's good for your body because it repairs all your cells and tissues while you're doing this. So um, we do the detox and then wrap up. And then from there, we start the juices. So depending on, you know, what the issues are, we'll do fruit juices or vegetable juices and then kind of go from there. So, yeah. So I just have to, cause I'm, I'm a, I'm, I don't like to consider myself a meathead, but I'm closer to being a meathead than like not being one, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. So if there was one side versus I'm closer to this side, but like, I do like things like yoga and I, I run a lot and I do a lot of cardio stuff, but okay. But like for someone like me who lifts a lot and you lift a lot too, like what's like the, where does the protein come from if they're juicing? I have to ask. Yes, I know. And people always ask me about this. Yeah. And you know, the, the amino acids in the fruit is what provides protein to your muscles. Okay. So uh, we're going on amino, all the like essential amino acids. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's why people, you know, are like, how do you lift that much? Or how do I lift? Cause I, I work out at four 30 in the morning and I, I, I do it on purpose. Yes. On purpose. <laughs> you wake up, you have me beat. You have me beat Evie. I wake up at five 30 every morning. What's going on? Oh man, dude, my alarm is 4.07. I get up at 4.07 a.m. every day because depending on the weather, I come down, turn the garage heat on, then I go back, brush my teeth, wash my face, change. So then that way I can start my workout by 4.30 and then be done by 5.30, hey, 5.40. You, you, you brush your teeth in the morning before you work out? Yes. Okay, <laughs> you know, it, it's just funny because I do that too, but I don't know why. 
Well, I mean, it's gross. How are you going to be working out all breathing heavy with like dragon breath? It's weird, right? But like, I don't think everybody does that. Like, I think most people that wake up in the morning, that especially that early, but I, I, I do do that. And it's just, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Like, I'm like, oh, I feel like I have nasty breath, but it's just me in the gym or like sometimes my girl will work out with me early in the morning too. But like, that's weird that we brush our teeth. Yeah, I mean- I like a natural thing why wouldn't you <laughs> okay this is you know what we're gonna do when, when this episode airs we're gonna do a, a a survey on the performa uh instagram and we'll ask you guys uh do you brush your teeth before you work out in the morning or not yes or no and you guys can vote and we'll see there has to maybe other people are weird like us too i think it's weird but i do it still it's weird Yes, you have to. And plus, like I'm taking aminos in the morning and then it's like you're drinking water. It's just like, oh, I don't know. It's like, yeah. So do you do you work out uh fasted in the morning? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I do so, not. <laughs> yeah, initially, you know, and that's why people would ask me all the time, like, and I'm like, this didn't happen overnight. Like this right. has been a long time, you know. So now my body's used to it. But um, yeah, I mean I, I do it and I feel great. Now, have you always worked out fasted that early? No, I okay. just started doing it within the past like year and a half. Okay, but yeah. it works for you. That's kind of the thing though is, you know, as I'm sure like you probably talk with your clients and whatnot is like, you know, people will ask me for fitness advice and whatever. And like, you know, I, you know, you could speak in general terms, but like everybody's experience is going to be different. You know, like some people have to eat like I have to eat something before I work out in the morning like I just it's something light but like especially like that early but some people they don't and it works both ways like mm-hmm. it just depends like you have to know your body and that's part of like I think like just it, it just comes with with trial and error but like figuring out what works best for your body you know yeah. what works best specifically for you like I know because you're because you're uh you have a plant-based diet too right yes and that works for you Yep. Got it. I've now, been you- for almost two years now. And again, I, I totally agree with what you just said and you nailed it because that's what I tell people. You have to find what works for you, yeah. only you, because what works for me might not work for you, you know? And I totally get that and respect that. And I just feel like, yes, you know, it's like a trial and error, but I feel like when you're this much into fitness and nutrition, like we are, yeah. Like, you know, after the different years, like, okay, like my body feels, you know, sure. oh, you know, especially as we, and I mean, yeah. Cause like, as I've gotten older, I mean, I'm sorry. I hope it's not, like I do eat meat, um, but I understand why people don't. Um, <laughs> but at the same token, like I don't, uh, there are certain things I just can't eat anymore. Or like, maybe I can't eat, like, I can't eat a lot of bread anymore. And I can't eat like, like I used to eat, oat- I ate oatmeal every day for breakfast. 10 years mm-hmm. like that was my pre-workout meal oatmeal and as I got older I was like oh I can't like it just it would stick in my stomach a little bit longer and like I would be bloated and stuff and I was like oh that's what's happening my body's changing and mm-hmm. I think that's something that people have to recognize too is like unfortunately as we do get older our bodies start to change but like you said when you're in tune with your body you kind of recognize what that is and what works and what doesn't same thing you know it's like like I said everybody's different but it sucks that I can't eat certain things anymore <laughs> I know I know man. that's what same thing with me like I I don't have any problems with gluten but I just uh-huh. 
stay away from it. Yeah. Um, if I eat a lot of it though, I do get bloated because I yeah. don't eat often. And it's like, oh man, you know, but sometimes I miss it too. Like going to an Italian restaurant downtown Chicago, like the bread oh. with oil and all that's like, oh my God, it's so good. But one of the, one, I, I just, one of the best meals I've ever had was at uh, Rosebud in Chicago. Mm. Um, oh my God, like just, I was not counting calories that day. Let's just say that. Oh yeah. <laughs> You'll be there definitely having to put on yeah. some get pants because yeah, yeah. it was, it was, I mean, it was just, it was a, so like I had, I had worked, uh, I had worked the comedy club there, Zanies the whole weekend. And it was like the last night. And I was just like, it was the first time I had ever performed there. And I just, I love Chicago. Uh, so it was just like a cool weekend, like a culmination. And I'm like, I'm going to treat myself tonight. And I went to Rosebud and I was like, oh, this is so, <laughs> this yeah. is stupid, but yeah. Um, okay. Let me, okay. Actually, I want to, I would, before I forget. So why, other than that, I know your mom and you got, you know, two little girls to take care of. Why do you wake up so early? Because I feel that to be successful and to be disciplined and consistent, and that is the key to my success. That's what I have to do because that's the only time I have for me without any interruptions. Got it. So I really take my training and programming very seriously, even though like I'm not an elite athlete, I still am like dedicated AF. Like I train five days a week. Um, I'm on, you know, actually, you could say, you could say the whole thing on the podcast. It's fine. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I do, I train five days a week. I'm hardcore. And like, I don't, you know, I feel like it's awesome to like find other moms like me, like, you know, like that live yeah. and care about it as much as I do, because I care, like, I want to be strong, badass, have a nice body, be strong, you know, be a good example for my kids. So yeah. Yeah. So, but, so yours is more, you like, you have to work out at that time to get everything else done that you have to take care of in your life, right? Yes. Because okay. in addition to being a juice therapist, my, my professional career is in marketing and advertising. So I'm a project manager at Shaw Media Marketing. I've been there for seven years. Okay. Um, I, so I work during the day. So it's like I work out in the morning, then get my kids ready, then I'm working all day. And then after work, it's like kids have karate, swimming or whatever. So it's like, if I don't, that's why I make it a priority because right. when else is it going to happen? I'm not going to be doing it at eight o'clock at night, you know? Do me a favor, Evie. I just, because I have this conversation with people all the time. You have to just, just say everything over again. So I actually, it's okay, you know, but like, um, <laughs> Because I, I have, and, and, sir, I'm, and I'm sure a lot of other people have this conversation. It, 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 I do not have kids. So my answer to people is just, is always wake up earlier. Like, I know it's not easy, but like, if it's going to be the difference between you doing it and not doing it, like you have to get up and do it. And people will always answer to me. Well, that's easy to say because you don't have kids. And then I'm like, yes, but now you are saying, guess what, man, I have two kids and I'm still doing this because I have to, because it's important to me. Right. Yes. And I'm the mom, you know, yeah. dads have it easy. I'm the mom. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I care that much that I get up that early and I make it a priority. You know, I go to bed early and I don't watch TV. I'm not a couch potato. I am, I have a very disciplined lifestyle. And to me, 
nothing tastes or feels better than being healthy and fit as fuck. You know I what mean, I mean? It's yeah. like straight up. I so agree. I feel good. You know, when I go to karate or the gym and it's like, or not the gym, my kids, um, YMCA swim lessons or whatever. And then it's like, there's other moms that have kids my age that are half my age, you know, like in their twenties. And then it's like, here's me. And I'm like, yes, dude. Like, even though I'm older, I still feel good. Cause I'm like, all right, you know, like I'm strong. Yeah. I want my kids to be proud of me. So, yeah, I, well, I, I, I'm sure they are. Uh, yeah. But that's like, I, I'm just glad that you said that because like I said, I know it's easy for me to tell people, yeah, just wake up early and do it, go to bed earlier. Um, but because you have kids, you can actually speak from a point of expertise on the subject. Uh, so does it like, do you do like Monday through Friday then? And then yeah. take the weekends off? I do um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I do my training. Thursday is yoga and like mobility. Okay. And then Friday, Saturday is my other training and Sunday is my rest day. Perfect. So that's awesome. Yeah. What's uh, I was going to ask you something and I forget. So I just go, um, okay. Uh, as far as like juicing goes, give me a con what's a common myth about juicing that you would like to get rid of. All right. Um, I would say that people are always so concerned about the sugar, you know, okay, right. the fruit sugar. And, you know, what I tell people that is that there is a difference between the processed and natural sugars, you know, your body feels that in different ways. And I tell people like, I am a living testament to that because I drink fruit juice 99.9% of the time. I do drink vegetable juices, but most of the time I drink fruit and people, I feel like there's just a big misconception with fruit. Like they're so afraid yeah. the sugar but once you research it and realize like, okay, fruit is very astringent. It pushes mucus out of your body and actually cleans you and your lymphatic system. So then it's like, you're more alkaline and you feel right. good, you know, energized. So that's why I tell people, I'm like, you know, you don't really, when I, when I'm juicing, it's not about counting calories. It's about getting your cells cleaned out, replenishing your cells and tissues. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, same thing, like people are like, isn't fruit bad? I'm like, how is fruit bad? Like in, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago, before we had all the technology and stuff, that's what we lived on. We lived off of whatever we could find on the land, fruits, vegetables, you know, if you, if you could kill an animal, great, but like, that's what we lived on. And people were pretty healthy back then. They may have, they may not have lived as long because there were other elements that affected like longevity, like you know, a tiger trying to kill you or something, but, or like, I mean, just like whatever, but like, and obviously we didn't have like certain medications and stuff. So if you got sick, you, you know, but yeah, like people, like we talked about, you know, we live in the most unhealthiest country in the world. Um, but it's not because people are eating fruits and vegetables, like, you know what I mean? Like yes. no one's, no one's going to become very overweight by eating, you know, apples and bananas and strawberries and probably other things that they're doing yes right and you know, it's funny you say that because they're they did this study in a school and these kids it's like they don't even know the names of certain fruits or vegetables but they what? know like, what cheetos are or Ugh. you know what i mean yeah and like that just shows like how much our society has shifted and thinking like fruits and vegetables are weird versus yeah, processed, you know 
Yeah, that's not that's not good. Um, I, I I knew what I was, so I knew I knew what I wanted to ask you. Uh, and I remember now. So two questions. One, uh, what time do you go to bed? Because I know you said you go to bed early. Yes, I usually go to bed around nine. Okay, that's not that early, but that's still. Yeah. I mean, that's early enough to get enough sleep for waking up at four. Yes, and okay. sometimes it's not like that. I mean, sometimes it's nine thirty, ten o'clock is really pushing it. So it's yeah. like. I cannot be like functioning, you know, I working during the day and stuff. So I really try to get good rest, but sometimes with the kids, if they have activity, whatever, it's hard, but now, oh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, so, cause like we're alike, except you work, you wake up an hour earlier. Uh, I wake up at five every day, but are you to the point now where you don't have to set your alarm and your body just wakes up on its own? Pretty much. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's awesome. I mean, even it is, weekends, you know, yeah. I, I want to sleep, but you can't. It's like, yeah, I'm like, no, dude, I don't have to be up right now. Like, I, but the, you know, what's weird though, is like, I wake up early just to prove to people that I like, I don't even have to be anywhere. It's just my habit. And then yeah. I have just so much more time to, to write, to, you know, edit videos or whatever I have to do on like on my end. But like, I just do it because I'm like, look, I don't have kids and I'm getting up. Just get, I want people to, because here's the thing. And this is what I learned. And when I was younger, it was different. I would work out whatever, but like, if I can help it right now, I work out first thing, because if you have a work day, like, you know, you know, you have a traditional kind of nine to five job, you know, it's very easy. And I understand this to sit there and you're at work and then maybe you have to stay later at work and whatever. And then by the time you know, it, and then you have your kids, you know, obligations and whatnot and then you're not going to get to the gym right mm -hmm. and it's just a habit it becomes a habit so why not just knock it out of the way and then you don't have to worry about it problem solved yes and then and then and then if you want to work out again later on you have time hey you could do that too but i mean you know now we're getting crazy but i'm just <laughs> yeah. no i agree though i mean honestly there is a page that i follow on instagram it's called before 5 a.m Oh, I've been following it for um, a couple years now, and it's amazing. Like, there's a workbook. It's for well-being, productivity, and I've huh. learned so much from that. And it's really like that's what's helped me like convert it. Because it's like when you really think, if you put an hour of your day before everyone or everything wakes huh. up, you know, then by the time you add that up over a week, then a month, then a quarter, then you know, semi. Yeah on annual and it's like think about all the time you worked on you and that's what I really try to emphasize to moms like do you work on yourself before your day begins or you just get up and then oh here comes a shit storm you know what I mean like yeah oh and that's why I agree with you it's like you got to get it done early like that just get it knocked out and then your mind's right for the day you're going to be more productive you're going to eat good because you already worked out you know so it's like, I, like 100 percent. it's like a it's like a subconscious thing like I I would think but like it's just like, I don't want to mess up what I just did. So on the days I work out, I'm going to be more likely to stick to what I'm supposed to stick to. Right. Uh, it's just funny because like, I will set my alarm, but I almost never, cause like, you know, I do stand up. So like, I'll go to bed late, you know, cause I'm at a show or I'm writing or whatever. Um, and then still it just like, it doesn't even matter. Like my, I'm like, Oh, yep. It's, like I'll wake up, it's 4.57, all right, here we go, I guess. There it is. You know, yeah, like, let's just do it, man, you know? Yeah. Um, but you said you didn't watch TV, and that does hurt my, I understand you have a lot of things and it's not a priority, but so you don't watch anything? No, actually, really? I, 
I quit watching TV about three years ago. I don't, I have not watched anything. Like I don't even watch the news or nothing. I really able. Yeah. Nothing. Really? That's fascinating. Yeah. So you, you did, did, did you know that there was a pandemic going on? Did someone <laughs> have to tell you? <laughs> well, I'm in media, so, yeah, you know, I'm in the front lines of that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I, the media, I'm like, oh, God, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tell you this, I mean, cause I, you know, I know, I feel like you can, you, you, you talked about like, you're into a little bit more like holistic, you know, type of healing and whatnot. Um, I don't think this is necessarily holistic, but like I learned uh, that if I want to feel good in my mind, along with exercise, all the eating right, all those other things, do not watch the news. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> all it does is either scare you or piss you off or make you angry. And it's just like, yeah, I just stopped. I have, I could not tell you. I actually, I can tell you the last time I watched the news. The last time I watched the news was election day. And then I was like, okay, cool. Now I don't need to watch the news anymore. Like we're good. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's a wrap. Yeah, I don't, I mean, it just, it just gets me, it's, they scare you. And it's just like, you're just putting these, you know, I don't need to be, you know, cortisol is a big deal. And I try to eliminate as much stress as I can. So, you know. I yeah, I mean, when it, going back to the beginning of the pandemic, it was just like, you know, the front page of every paper online, the clickbait, the fear, and it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, and initially I was like, does anybody even know anybody that has this? You know what I mean? Well, At first it was like, I didn't know anyone for months and months and months. And really? Then, yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I mean, I, unfortunately I knew a lot of people that like got it, but like a lot of people that didn't, they didn't know they had it or it was like, you know, for like a day or so, but you know, but yeah, it was very scary. And I was just like, you know, I'm just not going to watch the news anymore. And I felt great. Like <laughs> I've lived the last year of my life without watching it and it's fine. Uh, <laughs> what um so do you have like do you watch movies or anything like no that's crazy anything. i i don't watch anything at all like never turn the tv on my kids watch netflix or youtube or whatever okay they do yeah yeah but no because it's like if i have any free time which is minimal right i'm usually like reading not like a book because I'm not a book person but like reading stuff online or you know just about juicing or educational stuff I just I don't know because I really was so into all the reality I was a reality tv whore I mean I watched all of them dude bad and then okay. I realized I'm like this is not good for me or my brain like why am I following all this garbage. I know all about all these people, you know, all, every real housewife, all, okay. all Vanderpump. I'm like, dude. So I gave all that shit up to change my life, to get fit and healthy. You know, yeah. so like, I don't need that. So. Well, I'll, I'll let you in on a secret, Evie. Um, <laughs> a lot of those reality shows are not 100% reality. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody listening, but <laughs> as someone who it's from Hollywood and literally has been on some of these quote unquote shows. Like the, it's just, they're not all real. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Scripted or what? They're not scripted per se, but like, you know, let's say, let's say we had our own reality show right now. Right. 
and we're yeah. talking we're having you know brunch because everyone on reality shows has brunch like that's all they do is have brunch on every <laughs> fucking reality show and you find out that i liked somebody's picture on instagram and you don't like this person for whatever reason and you start we start fighting because i like this person and you don't and then something happens and then they'll be like okay cut 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 um this time just say it like this and you're like wait what this is a reality show why are we cutting like that's not how this is supposed to work so stuff like that or like they'll set up this thing like some of them are like, I mean, Vanderpump is different because that's actually like a, her restaurant or whatever. But like a lot of these like places will ask the like the show, like if you want to do it's like a, it's like a tourism ad, you know, like let's go, let's go to Pump, let's go to Koi, let's go to like whatever hot restaurant there is and show how we are. And then people that watch it when they come to LA or, you know, Atlanta, whatever city they're in, they'll want to go to this place because that's where the housewives were at. And it's just like, it's just so like, not really reality. I'm sorry, you guys. Okay. <laughs> just, I hate, I just told you guys all that Santa Claus is not real. I apologize. <laughs> well, okay. I, do your daughters watch the show Cheer? No. On Netflix? True. Uh, cheer no it's like a it's like a documentary about like this cheerleading uh it's like a junior college in texas and they're like the national champions for cheer and everyone told me that i needed to watch the show and i was like i'm not fucking watching a show with a bunch of cheerleaders yeah and enough people that i respected told me to watch it and so i'm like fine and i watched the first episode and i was like you motherfuckers now i gotta watch this whole show and it's so good really oh my god (laughs) but knowing what i know about reality shows i'm like okay well they did a really good job of painting this picture but like how much of this is like really how it goes down and so i don't know but it's a that good stuff show. that you know that though you know what i mean like someone yeah. like watching probably be like oh whatever you know yeah. this is it but you know the inside scoop so it's kind of yeah. like oh. um okay here's another question um what is your biggest failure and how did you learn from it or what did you learn from it um i would say my biggest failure was probably trying to get so far ahead in my career because I was so concerned about like climbing to the top and Uh I was so focused on that that um I didn't care about anything else like that was what I really wanted but then once I got to that point then it was like oh my gosh like I hated being there so it was a huge learning lesson to me because at that time it was like I, I wanted to start a family and then it was like, okay, well, do I want this or do I want the family? And like I said, I've worked so hard to get where I'm at in my career and I didn't want to give up my, my career for family. And, you know, I just, not like I didn't want to put my career before my kids, but I knew I'm like, there's a way to make it work. So um, I would say that that taught me a huge lesson because at the end of the day, it's like the most important thing is family. You know what I mean? Um, And I would say what I learned from that is to think about 
you know, it's not always about the title or the money or getting there or whatever, you know, it's like, I feel like there is a journey in your path and, you know, but at Uh the same time, I feel like it's, you have to look at yourself and there's a lesson to be taught. And I needed to learn to slow down and think about my personal life and put that other life aside. So I got you. (laughs) I like that. So your failure was that you worked too hard. Yes. (laughs) went just you know, not caring about anything else except yeah. that. and I still I mean, kind of consider myself a workaholic yeah but I don't know I, I just I'm a hard worker I really yeah. I mean a lot of people fall into that like I think it's not uncommon like you just for whatever reason like you want to save up because you're buying a house or you want to set yourself up for like retirement or whatever and you just go 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 and then before you know it like your kids in high school and you're like oh shit like I missed a lot of stuff or whatever you know yes um so I mean I get and and that that for me is just me personally sorry guys um but like why I chose I've chosen to just put off that part of my life a little bit longer because I do have to like I have a career where I kind of have to you know, I might get a gig at the last minute and have to take a flight to, you know, Seattle or drive up to, you know, wherever, you know, within a couple of days. And like, I can't be like, I can't be worrying about a babysitter and this and that. And it's just like, I just got to be able to go and I got to be gone on the road. Well, you know, now things are back almost completely open again, but like, you know, I'll be gone for like a week or two at a time or three. Um, and so it's like, it's not really conducive for having, you know, little kids at home. I want to be there when I have kids. So, um, so that's good advice. I like that. Um, who are, uh, three people you don't have to know them necessarily who have been influential in your life. Um, I don't count. You can't name me because everyone obviously. uh, Oh man, you're not going to pick me off. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's got to be three other people. (laughs) Oh oh my gosh. Okay. So um, for sure, I would say my dad, um, he's been a huge influence in my life. No. Your dad? Yes. What's your dad's name? My dad's name is Mike. Mike Shout out to Mike what? (laughs) Mike Bovat. Mike Bovat? Yep. Okay. Shout out to Mike. Yes. Um, he, you know, really pushed me and guided me to be who I am and what I am today. You know, I am so thankful that I had guidance and direction in my life. And he's like, you're going to college, you're going, you're going to do this. And at that point, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. But, you know, now I'm all grown up and, you know, very blessed and thankful. And I know it's because of him. So okay. good guidance and direction there. Got you. Um, another one, let's see, I would have to say is probably a teacher I had um, in fifth grade. She was a, a huge influence on me. She just really helped me and guided me at a young age because I really felt like I struggled in school. Um, uh-huh. I was the youngest in my class. I should, I graduated when I was 17. Okay. I was 18. So just at a young age to have someone that, that, like comforts you and helps you and you know what I mean because it's like yeah. I remember being so frustrated in school like how come I don't get this whatever but she really helped me and gave me words of encouragement and like after that I mean it was like wow. what's this teacher's name her name was Miss Ellish Piper she Ellish a- Piper 
Yeah, she had a hyphenated name. Okay. So yeah. But you, you say you say was did she is she dead? Well, I don't know. Those. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, okay, got it. Okay. Do yeah. what, what, this is. I'm sorry. Really quick. So I too uh, had a fifth grade teacher that was like a really like awesome. Like I, I was not. Uh, I was not a bad. I was actually a really good student, but I was a bad student in that I was like the class clown. And teachers Man. don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. And but teachers don't like that when you're like nine, 10, 11, and you know what I mean? But he was like one of the first teachers that like, I never batted heads with. Like he kind of let me, you know, kind of like was like when things needed to be done, like set me like, hey, like, all right, like that's funny, but we got to work right now. But like, if I did tell a joke and, or the teacher would call them outbursts, uh, I'm making quotation marks for those of you guys listening. Um, mm -hmm. He was always really cool. And the reason why I say that is because I've still kept in contact with him. We're Facebook friends and uh, he lives in Rochester, Minnesota. And I'll, I'll, I'll go to the perform. There's a comedy club there that I perform at like once a year and he'll come with his wife every time I'm there. And it just shows like, you know, I know teachers don't get a lot of the recognition that they should cause they're underpaid and you know, all that stuff. But like, there are teachers that do, I feel like care enough to make a difference. So. Yeah. And you know, you forget it. I mean, really. Yeah, you, you know? don't. I don't forget the teachers that I hated and I don't forget <laughs> the teachers that I loved either. Same. Same for <laughs> I sure. will not, I will not uh, shout out to Mr. R Chuck Reek Kirk out in Rochester, Minnesota uh, and his lovely wife, Holly, but I will not name the teachers that did not allow me to be myself. Cause if it was for them, I may not be a professional comedian. <laughs> Right. You know? <laughs> um, okay, so that's two. Give me one more. Yes. Um, the last one I would say would be um, a swim coach that I had. His name was Brian Smith. Okay. Being really helped me. Um, I made it to junior nationals, and I did really good when I was younger. And okay. Again, an influence like that to have someone that really cared about my training. You know. Um, pushed me and helped me and just really helped me get that athletic mentality at a young age, you know, and I feel like that absolutely helped me as I got older, you know, I, I, I think, uh, I think athletes, especially like if you're like super competitive, which if you were junior nationals, obviously like very, like I always, it's not, and I feel like sometimes I feel like it's cliche, but I also, I'm like, no, it's not like there's something to like, the dedication of whatever any sport right like the discipline the adversity that you have to because there's obviously in sports you know not everyone can be michael jordan like not everyone's going to be the best there's going to be a lot of adversity but that's the stuff like i feel like like even just me personally like the fact that i was an athlete that discipline that yeah, that work that you have to put in translated to like when i started doing comedy i'm like oh yeah like i have to like this is work. Like I have to do these things and there's going to be rejection, but that's okay because I've already done, you know, I've struck out four times in a game or, you know, made a stupid base running play or it's just something, you know, it's like, this is like, whatever, it's fine. You know, or you, you get your ass kicked on the field and you're like, okay, like whatever. But like, and that's why I was talking about like the kids being like, no, not, not active i'm like that's why i'm like i think i think kids should play sports 
you know, because it teaches them all those lessons at an early age. Like you learn to work with people. You learn to, you know, that you're not always going to win, dude. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Stuff's going to happen. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. You're going to cry. Yes. Yes. Harden up. You know, they're so soft these days. It's like, get a grip, man. They are soft, aren't they? Physically, (laughs) literally, and figuratively. Kids are soft. They're stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um. So those are three not even famous people. Those are just p- three real people that were influential in your life. That's cool. Yes, yes, 100%. Uh, what advice would you give someone who, and, and you could talk about either your juicing or you could talk about your actual career, but what advice would you give someone that wants to pursue your career uh, or like a career similar to yours? What would you tell them? Well, I would say, you know, you, you really have to put in the work. I mean, it is not easy. You know, I, um, I remember when I first started my career, it was more like print media was very heavy. You know, the print magazines, um, newspapers, everything really hadn't converted to the digital stage yet. And like, I, you know, I remember being at the bottom and, you know, low salary and thinking, man, you know, but it's like, you're not going to come out the gate making six figures, you know, and right. whatever. And I just, you know, I put in the work, it was years of work and discipline, showing up, learning things, standing out and, you know, taking those, those risks. And I mean, uh-huh. I feel like successful people can handle criticism. You know, you have to be able to understand, like, you need to work on this, um, own up to your mistakes that's huge. You know, um, if I make a mistake now, I definitely own up to it and let people know this is on me. Let me fix it. And Give me I, an example of a mistake that you would make. Um, so let's say, for example, I had a client who submitted me an article to run in the paper, and then I submitted the wrong article instead of the one <laughs> they had originally sent or the one that I didn't approve it and an old one went out or something. So oh, I say like, oh, crap, you know? I got to own up to that and like, Oh, well, here you go. Let me get you another one. You oh know? God. Hilarious. So, yeah, that that's happened before. Um, <laughs> and I remember when I was younger, one time I had a mail file that had like 40,000 people in it that I messed up the file. And I was like, I think 33 or something. And I was like, literally about to have a heart attack at work. I mean, I was like, Oh my God, you know, but I feel like as you get older, you definitely get more confident in your career. Yeah. And then, you know, I was able to own up to that at that point, like, okay, yeah, I made this mistake, whatever. Um, and then just putting in the work, like I said, I mean, you got to show up, you got to have a good attitude. You know, I'm like, I've already been working remotely from home for almost four and a half years now. And, you know, the fact that my executives, they trust me because they know I bust my ass and I'm a hard worker, you know, uh-huh. thinking outside the box, you know, I went up to them last year and proposed like, well, let's start, you know, marketing the cannabis. Now it's legal in Illinois. Let's do it. You know, so is it really? Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. yes. <laughs> thank goodness. That's a lot. I, I'm sorry, Performa Nation. Um, <laughs> I would, okay, so Performa is a Canadian company, so it's 100% legal there all across Canada, but uh, the last time I was in Chicago, so like when you fly out of, I, I eat 
I eat marijuana at night, you guys. And Sean, if this is bad, you can just edit this out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have, because I do stand up, like it's hard for me to sleep. So I eat uh, yeah. edibles just to sleep and whatever. It just helps me relax. But, uh, you know, when you fly out of LA, you can take weed on the plane. Like you can have up to like, I think an ounce or like, you know, certain, but like when you fly out of a place that it's not legal, like you cannot take it. Like in some places it's been like decriminalized or whatever, but like, like, you know, when I would go to like Oklahoma or Texas, I'd be like, okay, I can only bring enough for this trip because I can't bring any back. And it's like, you know, this is a tough, you know, like thing. Yeah. So I, I didn't realize they had legalized it. So that's good. Don't have to yeah, worry about. Finally, I know. Well, as as much debt as Illinois is in, it's like finally, you know, easy. Yeah. New so, Jersey, New York, all these places suddenly like are opening, you know, legalizing. They just need to know. do it federally. I mean, literally, it's like you know, just open it up. I so, mean, I, they did it in Canada. I agree. They should do it here. It's not. It's yeah. you know, I could we could I could talk all day but about the benefits, but you know um okay so let me ask you a question because this is like it's marketing related but not really so like as a as a comedian i do some i, I do acting and stuff too but um i classify as a comedian but like i know that like like i'll audition for stuff right and like there's been stuff that like the casting director will be like hey i'm booking you but the ad people have to approve. They have final approval because it's their ad. So have you had like people that you guys work with, you know, say you're, you're helping them with a, a project and they're like, oh, actually we don't want this guy. We want this guy. Like, have you been involved in any part of that process at all? Um, as far as like a video person, are you seeing? Or, or like a print, maybe like, maybe even like, like a print model or just something like we're like, they send it to you. This is the person we chose. And then the people that are running the ad are like, yeah, no, we don't want this person. Yeah. Send oh. us somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Next time that happens, you tell them, Hey, well, you need to fucking pay this guy too, because he thinks he got this job now. And now we got to tell him that he doesn't because you don't like him. <laughs> Please. <laughs> It's like maybe it happened to me a few times. Sorry. <laughs> but, and that's what I hate. That's like, like it's, it's mainly been like in like commercials, you know, but like, that's what I hate. Like about this is sorry. This is like an industry thing, but like, they'll tell you like, for example, like, let's say I shoot for like, I go to a Nike commercial or something. Right. And then the casting director or my, even my agent will call me and be like, Hey, uh, you're on a veil, which means that you've booked the job in the eyes of the casting person, but that the ad people still have final say, but you need these days available. Make sure you make yourself available for these days because that's when they're going to shoot. And then two days later, they're like, oh, actually the ad people want someone else. And you're like, you know what, man, do me a favor. Just tell me where to be. Don't tell me that I almost have the job. I don't want to start counting the money and get my hopes up. And then I find out the last, just tell me where to be i'll fucking be there and that's it yeah. sorry this is just me now just venting some yeah, get personal it things that i have get it out <laughs> seriously that uh, suck. i mean come on you know it does but it's, the, it's the ad people it's I not know. it's you know it is what it is they know i mean it, the thing is is like if they're spending you know millions of dollars on an ad you know they kind of have a right to determine i get that but 
as the person that wants to be in front of the camera sometimes it's tough sometimes that's all <laughs> but had i not played sports i wouldn't be able to deal with rejection as much yeah there like, you go. i still i still get frustrated on the field like just because i like yeah like playing sports helps you deal with adversity but like also you can still be pissed off at it yes you know exactly. like if you missed a game-winning shot like you know you can still you still have a right to be upset about it or if you don't make the catch or whatever you know uh okay let's 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 look before we before we get out of here um give me an example of like uh like because you juice every day right so let let's just give us like a like a rundown of like what you take in on a daily like you know like today you wake up you don't eat and then you work out and then what kind of juice do you have after that so like this is my breakfast. I do intermittent fasting. So I usually Oh really? So, wait, so you do juicing and you're vegan and you intermittent fast. Yes. Wow, you do it all. All the above. Check, check. Wow. check. <laughs> so uh okay. I mean, I would hope that people know, but just in case, uh, why don't you go ahead and explain intermittent fasting? To so people? okay, so intermittent fasting is a window where you do not eat. So I usually fast minimum sixteen hours. Then the other eight hours is when you're consuming your food. So you only eat eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yes, and again, it's taken me a long time to get to this point. Right, but I, I'm there now. So I stop eating by eight p.m. and then I usually have my juice the next day between three and five p.m. Um, I had my juice early today because I knew we were going to be on the call and then I'm doing a cleanse right now. And I'm like, I need juice before we get on here. So wait, you're doing a cleanse. Yeah. But you juice. So you're cleansing the cleanse. <laughs> yes, but like no a double okay. cleanse. This is, I'm okay. So when I'm doing cleanse, I have not had any solid food since Sunday. I have okay. not eaten during the cleanse. Normally I do eat during like any other time. I have my juice first, then I'll eat. But right now during the cleanse, there's no food. So, so I'm, I'm sorry. So you eat real food still? Yes. Got it. I thought I was under the impression and I'm sorry if maybe I misunderstood. I thought that you only did juice and that was it. No, no oh. actual food. Yes. So I, the juice is like, it's part of your overall thing, but you still eat food. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yeah, I would consider myself like, um, I don't like labels really, but if people ask, I say like I'm high fruit, raw vegan. So okay. I eat a ton of fruit and eat mostly raw foods. I do eat cut foods occasionally, but yeah. So the juice, so yeah, I have, um, the juice every day for breakfast. That's what I break my fast with from the intermittent fasting juice. Okay. First. This, this is that, but this is like, you said like around two or three um usually around three yeah okay that's not breakfast i well not for most <laughs> by, people but by definition because you're breaking the fast yes yes, yes. but three o'clock is more like like lunch <laughs> or something <dude. laughs> i know so okay but this is interesting to me but like it works for you and this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier so you wake up obviously fasted because you haven't eaten since eight and then you work out and then you don't put anything back into your body post-workout Correct. See, I would, I would murder somebody if I, if I did that, <laughs> like the first person to cut me off or something on the way somewhere, or literally just anybody looking at me funny at that point, I'd be like, okay, well now we're fighting. 
not eating after my workout. Like, no, there's no way. Well, again, I mean, this did not happen overnight. Like I used no, to- No, yeah, right. But it works for you. Yes, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, people are like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Or you don't have nothing. But yeah, I have water all day. And then wow. the juice. So. Okay, so, okay, so you have your first, you know, your breakfast at three o'clock is a juice mm-hmm. of some sort. Yep. And then for eight hours, this is not eight hours. You said you stopped eating at, at eight. Yes. So from three to eight. It's five. Yes. That's yeah, five hours. Yeah. I know. I, I started off doing 16, eight, uh-huh. but now I fast more than 16. That's just crazy. Depends. Yeah. You're- you're an insane person. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, I have, like I said, I started doing 12, then I got to 14, then 16, then I did 18. Let's just not eat ever. <laughs> just don't even eat anymore. No, <laughs> but honestly, it's amazing. Like how good I feel inside and out because like my brother's like, don't you have pain when you lift and aren't you hurting and stuff? And I'm like, no, I don't have any pains at all. I feel really good. I'm super energized. My complexion is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it works, dude. So. Okay. So I, I think, I think we, we, I, it's my fault. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm a bad host sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so intermittent fasting, we go a certain amount of time without eating because that kind of jump, like you give yourself a window for some people, like you said, it's eight for some people it's six, you know, depending on what your thing is, but when you do it, it's actually really good to kind of reset the metabolism and such. Yes. Yes, it does reset. Um, it helps with weight loss, burning fat. And, you know, the more you do it, it's really, it becomes the rule rather than the exception. I mean, truly like I feel so good when I fast and you can tell too, like if I eat heavy or if I'm bloated, it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, like I don't want to eat. And same thing, like if you're sick, people always think like you should have soup and, you know, Sprite and crackers. That's what I always used to have. But like really the best thing when you're sick is to not eat. Let you right. do like the healing on its own, you know? So um, you're, you're Puerto Rican, right? I am. So also when we're sick, I'm Mexican. So they would rub dicks like all over your <laughs> body. <laughs> oh yeah, that's our cure-all for everything, honey. Everything. <laughs> My grandma would give it like by the spoonful. It's toxic. yeah, like it would be like everywhere. You're like you're just yeah. breathing. This. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay, so so intermittent fasting. So okay, so you have like a juice whenever at three o'clock. Yes. And then what else? So um, what's in, what's in that juice then? Like your first juice? Yes. So I have different color juices throughout the days of the week. Um, Like the one I'm drinking today has basil, cucumber, celery, green apple, and green grapes. So it's all green. Yes. That's the one I have today. Um, The one I had yesterday was pineapple, strawberry, blueberry. It was bomb. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, if you've ever had tried like honeydew by itself or cantaloupe by itself, of course, so good. Oh my you know God. who you're talking, do you know who you're talking to? No. Oh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, no. Um, so 
uh, my girlfriend is from Oklahoma and her family uh, has a huge uh, like watermelon farm. Um, yes. So uh, during so all the melons. Yeah, like they have like, they have like four or five different varieties of cantaloupe and like five different types of melon. Um, and so when things shut down, um, I came out to Oklahoma because I wasn't working. You know, comedy clubs are closed. Everything is closed. So I just helped out on the side. So basically, I worked on a watermelon farm all summer. Um, and I talk about it in my standup and stuff, but like people got to actually see it like via my social media and stuff. So, and I'm sure we'll be spending some time on the farm this summer just for entertainment purposes. But yeah, dude, like I'm a melon expert now. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know about the spots, the webbing. Oh, I know. I, I, I can pick, I can pick the perfect melon. I, can, I know when a cantaloupe is ready to be picked, but they, they, they don't have honeydew. I feel like that's a little bit of a different climate to grow. Yeah, I uh, think like Mexico and like Japan, I want to say, or some are like the most popular place, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an expert now. So. So awesome. If you ever get the chance, try watermelon juice with jalapeno in it. It is so good. Watermelon juice with jalapeno. Mm -hmm. So would see the thing, the problem though, as you know, watermelon is a diuretic. Yes. And for me, jalapenos are also a diuretic. So like that would be double <laughs> Yeah, like I would just have to not make plans for the next day. Cause chill, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. You're yeah. my you should be able to handle that. Come on. No, you know what's weird is I can handle it. Like I could eat this, like I could, I'm talking like habanero, ghost peppers, scorpion peppers, like I could do it, no problem sorry listeners but the next day dude like it's over no way i don't know why it's just I, I think it's, it's happened as i've gotten older too just like we said yeah. like our bodies change but yeah. like like i said I, I, it'll be so good and my girlfriend's like you know like you shouldn't i'm like i know but it's so good like because i can handle it and then the next day nope yeah every time sucks. but I'll, I'll for you guys listening try some <laughs> watermelon juice with jalapeno yeah <laughs> Put the seeds in it if you want it spicy. I like it spicy. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, got to have the seeds. Um, okay, so those are three different ones that you told us about. So it, does it, if, so it varies on the day then? Yeah, you know, it doesn't like, it doesn't matter exactly what day of the week, but I just try to do one different color every day. So okay. that's how I make them. What about like a, because I, I, I love these, uh, like the ones like at the... I, 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 oh creation do you have one of those where probably not you live up in like mm -hmm. a sub like rural area but that's a popular one in LA it's called creation um and it's like you know it's a fancy juice place but they have like the ones that have like a turmeric and ginger like cayenne pepper for like inflammation and stuff like that do yeah. you make anything like that yeah I do um purple grape or black grape with pineapple and ginger that one is really good for inflammatory uh -huh. Um, I also have different ones like purple grape, apple, lemon. That's like, will clean you yeah. up like in a good way. The lemon right. is so astringent. Um, I do like, the, I'll have basil with some of the green drinks. That's good. Parsley is really good to get um, inflammation out as well. And then um, really? yeah, herbs do different things. So depending on what you mix in, that's why you got to be careful too. Because sometimes, like you said, you'll be going to the bathroom a lot or it's so strong for certain people. So it's like uh -huh. yeah, the ginger, the turmeric, depending on the drink, whatever. Do you so, say turmeric or turmeric? 
turmeric. I call it turmeric. I just, I'm always curious because I, I don't know. I don't even remember what I said. I think I said turmeric, but I know some people say turmeric and I don't think there's a right or wrong way. I think it just yeah, depends. Just one of those. But yeah, you know, it just depends on, you know, like the um, carrot, apple, ginger is another good combo. Yeah. Like a really good one for fighting. Like if you have cancer disease, it's very potent and strong. Oh, I thought you meant like, if I wanted to fight, I should drink that one. <laughs> um okay you guys can edit this this is not it but okay so we know all about the juices and everything um and I I feel like there's at least one person listening that's like what about this so maybe you can answer it uh would there be some kind of juice that like let's say my girlfriend and I are hanging out you know on a Friday night and we want to set the mood. Is there like a combination of juices that can maybe enhance libido or the experience or anything like that? Absolutely. Oh, yes. This is what <laughs> I asked the hard hitting questions. Let's go. Yes, I will <laughs> tell you. Um, absolutely. So if you're ready to, you know, go for it and get it in the freeway, um, Girls, absolutely. Pineapple juice is huge. Um, it helps. Wait, it's and, good for girls. Yes, girls. There's, for sure. and there's, an urban, there's an urban legend that it's good for boys to take. Yes, but no, girls for <laughs> sure for pineapple. And then really? men, I would absolutely recommend um, beet, red beet juice or oh, yeah. melon juice. Those are both like natural Viagra and will give a superior pump. For did sure. you say did you say beet and watermelon? Yeah. No shit. Swear to God. It's like I, Viagra. No it's kidding. Crazy. Yes. Well, you're welcome, you guys. There it is. This is why I was selected amongst the millions <laughs> of applicants to be the host of the Performer Podcast <laughs> podcast. There because I asked I asked the questions everybody wants to know. Uh, <laughs> now you know. Yes, beet juice, red beets. Okay. And watermelon juice. Both this of them great. are great for males. Um, like I said, great superior pump and good for erections. So. This is okay. That's the first time that's been that word has been used on this podcast. Oh, so okay. <laughs> whoops. I mean, I try to use a medical term, but that's the truth. No, that's great. I um, know that. So instead of taking a pill, drink some juice. I got I got two questions for you left. Uh, well, really just one, but uh, okay. So if you were me. Okay, I know. Uh, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? Um, why, what, um, let's see. Let me think about that for a second. That's why am question. I so disciplined? Oh, okay, yeah, why are you so disciplined? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think we, I think we got it. I, I think we got it, but like, yeah, like let's give it like an actual, like, you know, geez. I honestly feel like I, I am, I have it in me. I, I yeah. really do. Like there is like, people know you can count on me. Like when I say I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there when I'm going to work out at 4am, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just have that in me and, um, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And I just, I don't know, I cannot, my mentality will not like let it go. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm not stopping. Like, 
I don't, I've been trying to get ab cuts for a couple of years now. And it's like, I'm almost there. I have two little ones on the top, you know, and I'm like, all right, I'm trying, I'm trying, you know, but that's the thing. It's like, you got to put in the work to get there yeah. and I'm not giving up, you know, it's like, I'm still going to try. I'll be 42 this summer. I'm like, all right, if I don't have them, I'm not going to quit. I'm still going to keep going for them. You know what I mean? I'm like, so, I'm trying, so. you know, what's great is that probably when this, we're doing this, this episode is in the future, but uh, by the time this airs, it will probably be close to summer and you'll have those abs. That's my mission. That's my homework assignment for you. Yes. You're welcome. You. And then, and, but then, and then, so then they'll be listening and they'll be like, she has abs. What is she talking about? So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I know. Uh, I want them. I want them. Um, okay. That's a good, that's good. Um, okay. Uh, Tell everyone where they can find you uh, or connect with you online. Yes. So you guys can find me um, on Instagram at Evie Kivish and uh -huh. then also on my website, eviekivish.com. Okay. So we'll, we'll put it, uh, we'll make sure we include it in the show notes as well. So if you guys can't write, if you're listening or whatever, and you're driving, don't stop the car, don't write it down. It'll be in the show notes. You can go back later. Um, okay. Uh, Evie, this was great. I've learned so much. Um, I'm going to go out and buy some beet juice right now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, I mean, now that things are opening back up again, I'm sure I'll be performing in your area at some point, uh, maybe this summer. So I know I'll be in Chicago yes, at some both point. Both and I can come. Hook yeah. it up. Shoot. Be, yeah, sure. It'll be great. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll reach out. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Thank you so much. This is so much fun. Um, don't, don't, don't hang up yet. Really. I'm, I'm just, uh, thank you guys uh, so much for listening. Uh, you know, rate the podcast, subscribe, you know, all those things. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on the Performa podcast.